What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd Minute. I'm your host, Burton, and today we're taking a look at a deck that I built and played recently from the Civil War Battles box. This is going to be our first venture into one of the eight main characters from the most recent 200-card box. Uh, I decided to start with Black Widow, and that's the deck that we're going to talk about. We're going to break down the main character. We're going to talk about her strengths and weaknesses and maybe the future for the main character. Here we go. Black Widow at level one. She is a part of the pro registration team. Range, four, three, five health. She is a master spy. During the main, you pay a red. Put three minus one, minus one counters divided as you choose on enemy back row characters. Widowmaker, that's her XP con. She needs seven. When an enemy character gains any number of minus one, minus one counters, Black Widow gains that much XP. When she turns gold, Black Widow is now a 7-6, 5 health range. She's still a master spy and she gains master assassin. During the main, you pay a green. Put three plus one, plus one counters on Black Widow for each enemy character that she stunned this turn. Let's take a look at the deck list. All right. Black Widow, our first Civil War Battles deck list on the New York Minute. Here we go. Four Wasp, four Prowler, four Storm, three Match, three Ironheart, three Elsa Bloodstone, four Ultra Girl, three Doc Samson, two Hercules, two Iron Man, and two Namor. The blue cards, the plot twist, we have four in good hands. Four Shock to the System, and four Latent Mutation. Equipment, we have one, the Book of Ashanti, the good book. And we have one Nullifier. And then our Lokes, our locations, we have four Green, four Blue, and four Prison 42. I'm going to be straightforward with you guys real quick. Five Health, check. An ability that your opponent's never going to let you do at level 1 and level 2, no matter what. Check. Stats at level 2 that require her to trade with every other main in that box. Check. What we have here overall is a main character that is going to have to work harder than everyone else in the room. And with that 5 health, sometimes even being the hardest worker in the format or in the room will still result in a loss. I'm super, super not happy with this. But the upside is, if you build your deck in a certain way, which is abandoning the red ability, like I'm never going to use it because my opponent is never going to let me use it, then you can lean into stronger cards. And we're going to talk about that here for a little bit. We have 15, I count 15 ways to gain XP. So that's one of four. One of four cards in your deck statistically will help you level some of the strongest including late mutation uh, because it gives you 4 XP and it can potentially kill a small drop character. Match by a victim of circumstance. He's actually hasn't been that good and it's all good due to shock taking him to one and it's all good just bunting the attack altogether. But he still represents 4 XP and a combination of him and latent can get you leveled up in a fairly speedy manner. From there, we're just curving out with multi-health characters that can deal wounds on the other side. 
Doc Sampson has been a pretty good five drop. A 6'8 with no actual text because he can't fly. But he is pretty sizable in that way. Ultra Girl has two health and has wings. You can size up your opponent by what they have in their hand or their hand size. And if you know exactly what they have, your attacks are going to be good. Hercules is good on six. Pretty, pretty good card. And then Iron Man and Namor are flex spots. Those can be whatever you want. I just wanted to try the 612 guy that has wings and the 2121. For the future of the deck, I actually suggest that you stick close to what's going on here. Uh, you Realistically, you can't ever use that red ability. There are cases where your opponent has no choice but to be in the back row. But in the event that it would help you in any way, your opponent would actually rather have a badly built board than give you 3 XP or give you a stun for your Master Assassin when you flip. It's just not a superpower that you can rely on in the game. Upgrades. Let's talk about upgrades. I actually do enjoy the cards that I'm on, but if you're not a fan of Ironheart, Hercules, or the Seven Cost Iron Man, I would consider playing Cloak in the Multiverse or Danger to, to block Natasha in the mid-game. Uh, on Seven, you could be playing big, big characters such as Power Man Luke Cage, you could be playing Ares, you could be playing Claw on 7, a Serpent Crown would do fine in here, more Loon as a flight blocker, things like that. And then the 8 drop, I actually, I'm actually okay with Namor staying in the deck, he's fine. We're on blue and green, so he should be able to shake the minus 1 counters off. Overall, she is playable, but again... She's going to require a lot of finesse in how you're building these decks and particularly how you're gaining your XP in the first few turns. And I think that's it here for Black Widow here on the New York Minute. Uh, funnily enough, <laughs> her movie comes out next weekend. So you can also call this a pre-game a pre for going out to see that movie. I'm your host, Burson. It's been New York Minute. Peace.